podcast is out. The age of independence is here, where the next generation of high-performing agencies transform the agency landscape. I'm a mom, a businesswoman, and mega startup coach. This podcast is all about you, the agency owner, stepping into the new wave of opportunity, knocking out the competition in the modern market. This is the Age of Independence Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Agar. Welcome to the show. Hi, agents, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Caitlin Agar, and thanks for tuning in and for being part of the conversation where we crack the code to high volume, new business growth, and make the most out of this independent agency ownership opportunity. Today, I don't have a special guest. I want to chat with you directly to share a little more about who I am and answer some questions about what I do when I'm not on the podcast. The Age of Independence has been wonderful. It has really taken off, and I have you to thank for that. I have met hundreds of new people on Facebook and LinkedIn through this podcast. And of all the guests that I've had on the show so far, I think only four or five of them I knew prior to the last summer. So this has been a wild ride of meeting new people and just learning a ton about current events in the independent world. I started Age of Independence to share with the audience what's going on in the independent space and to bring guests to you to share with all of us how we can grow, how we can stretch ourselves in our journey to creating thriving, dynamic agencies. And so my hope is that this show has sparked your entrepreneurial spirit and that we're bringing you fresh ideas that really help shake up the status quo and insurance. But if you met me through Age of Independence, you might be wondering what I do when I'm not podcasting. And I was on the phone with a friend recently who I met through the podcasting world, and they asked me, so what is it you do again? <laughs> and so here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that if my friends are curious about what I do as a career at Quantum, that you might be as well. So today's episode is about sharing with you a little bit more about what I do when I'm not podcasting. And today isn't really about like my backstory. Um, I'll skip over the personal bio and the details because there's some really great episodes out there already where we go into that. If you want to hear a little bit more about how I got to where I am today, I've been in sales since I was 18 and pivoted from the captive world to the independent world. I think that Heath Sharon from Insurance Town did a really fantastic job just kind of covering that story. And um, it's a it's a really fun episode. So I'd love to share it with you sometime. Or you could also scroll backwards on the Age of Indie and find my episode with Justin. It's called The Agency That Should Have Failed. And it's about our start in insurance. And um, it just talks about how when we launched our first agency 10 years ago, we were new to the area, so underconnected, totally under-resourced, way under-experienced, and, and too new to insurance to really realize that um, we, we had a lot of things going against us. We really, really shouldn't have made it. We talk about just like that whole experience and why it was really the reason that we're so passionate about helping agency owners succeed today. So 
I'd love for you to tune into those if you haven't had a chance to catch them yet. But as far as, as today goes, um, I want to talk about where my insurance career has taken me, what that looks like today. And so stay tuned throughout the episode because during our conversation today, I will share with you some of the projects that I've been working on and I promise to follow up with some tangible, specific things from those projects that, that I think will apply to you and your agency. And so just to catch you up to speed, I am the director of education at Quantum. And that's really, that's my career. Podcasting is something that I do um, It really as an opportunity to meet new people and to be an active, positive contributor in the independent agency space. Um, So let's start with what Quantum is. And in a nutshell, Quantum is an independent agency We specialize in high volume growth and we serve clients through two different models. We have our flagship call centers in Virginia and Texas, and we have our amazing agency force. They span from Hawaii to New York, and we've created a space where 1099 agents can enjoy the freedom that the independent space offers while providing a full tool belt. And that tool belt allows quantum agencies to focus on growing and scaling their agencies. We offload the customer service. They have direct appointments to tons of carriers, whether it be traditional carriers and tech carriers. And we've re- removed some really huge pain points from the agency contract, like providing immediate vesting, ability to determine your own goals and metrics. And we do a ton of other stuff that I won't get into today, But part of that tool belt is providing world-class training and education for our sales force and agency force. And that's the space where I get to spend most of my time. So as the director of education, I get to lead our education team to develop the projects, processes, courses that equip our sales force and our agency owners to succeed. And previously, I've had successful agencies, both in the captive and the independent world, And I just, I wanted to be a part of Quantum where I could take that experience, apply it on a larger scale and help more people. I just love this role because I get to help new sales and service professionals and agents onboard and create a lasting career. And I get to develop mentoring programs and training that will, in my hopes, enable people to put down roots in an insurance career and be successful in what I think is a really life-changing industry. And so I just, I absolutely love this position and it, it caught me by surprise because I've never considered myself a teacher or an educator. I've been in sales since I was 18. I absolutely, absolutely love sales training, sales coaching, management, leadership, and this position has really stretched me to learn more about adult learning, more about different education methods, and how to develop programs that at the end of the day aren't just full of great content, but that are impactful. And so it has been a challenge, and... I'm just really glad that my career landed me in this space where I get to use my strengths in being a process-oriented person and being a strategic person 
and someone who loves sales and be able to turn that into resources and content that are helping people build insurance careers that at the end of the day will absolutely change their lives for the better. So I want to share with you a few of the projects that I've been working on. And I'm going to share with you some specific takeaways because I want to add as much value to this conversation as possible. Things that would work in your agency, because while every agency is different, I think I have some great main takeaways here for you that have helped me that I just can't wait to share with you. So the first project that has been on my plate is the sales onboarding program. And I share more about this in the episode. If you scroll back, I think to February, there's an episode I shared called the top five things I've learned about sales. And I could talk about sales all day, um, but I I think the, the reason I'm so passionate about sales is because if you can crack the code to like what it really takes to understand the insurance sales conversation, it really unlocks so many other programs in your agency. If you're really good at sales, you'll be able to evaluate your marketing campaigns more effectively. If you're really great at sales, you're going to have an even stronger retention program and you'll be able to create that team culture where the people that you're bringing on and investing in are able to get up and running and learn new skills and be effective and really buy into what your agency is doing. So it, I really like that by becoming really strong in that one area, you can impact so many other parts of your agency. So that I worked with the education team at Quantum to create an onboarding program for the sales professionals within Quantum. And that takes them from day one with Quantum through a full onboarding journey. And I just loved working on this project because it spells out for new team members really what they should be learning when. And it walks them through a strategic approach of how to navigate the technology and the rating while you're getting to know your client and creating a buying experience for the client. And I share a little bit more about that in an episode with our education manager, Amanda Mapp, on adult learning. And we talk about taking the mystery out of training your new employees. So I'll touch on that today with some takeaways, but that that episode is also a great resource. But while that project has brought a lot of value to Quantum, it hasn't been all roses. (laughs) There was a lot we learned along the way. So I'll share with you first two things that we learned needed to be done differently. So one is that new team members should progress through the onboarding program while they're accomplishing set milestones. So for example, they should demonstrate that they understand coverages and the sales process before they begin quoting. And they should demonstrate that they understand auto quotes and auto conversation and how to give great recommendations for auto before they move past auto onto the further courses and so on. They should demonstrate their um, expertise with home before they move past home onto the additional parts of the program. So if we throw too much at our team too fast and we haven't scheduled out where those skills and milestones are, we can't be sure that they've adopted it and implemented it into their everyday practice. And it sets them up to have a lot of great content 
and still have a lot of bad habits. So um, that's just something that I wanted to share with you to help make your onboarding programs as effective as possible and building in those milestones. So for example, on week two, day five, we're going to have a conversation with the sales coach. and We're going to look at the sales conversation and we're going to review together what was really strong about that conversation, where the areas of opportunity were, did we miss on any quality assurance pieces, did we fully understand the client's pain points? Did we follow through on the sales process and behaviors that are going to help create this experience? And having those milestones set in so that if they're not there yet, they can spend a little bit more time adopting those skills before they just move past it on to the next part of the program. Another thing that we learned was it just it doesn't really work to have sales managers that oversee both new employees and tenured employees at the same time, if you're on a large scale. Because for a sales manager that's working with an existing team, the needs of their team are different than the needs of a new team member that's just coming on board. Even if they're not new to insurance, they still have so much to learn about your technology, your carriers, your sales process, and your team. So sales managers probably will struggle to facilitate the hands-on aspects of your training program while meeting the demands of running an existing sales team. And what you could end up with is an environment where the focus is too heavy on the videos and not enough focus on the hands-on things that have to happen, like group discussions, role plays, reviewing calls together if your sales managers or coaches or trainers are just stretched too thin. Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on-hand VAs actually merge? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers. And I said to him, dude, what's up? You realize you're not a VA, right? He said, what do you mean? I said, you're a VE. Look it up on ChatGPT. I encourage you to do that too. He's got forward-facing VEs. VEs that can answer the phone and take questions 30 days in. You say yes to Michael. I want what you have. In 30 days, that's what he delivers. I said, Michael, this is unbelievable. We're strong in the front, but we're really strong in the back end. You provide the external VE for us. We provide the internal VE. I looked at him, I said, buddy, let's do this together. Let's, let's do this. And he looked at me and he put out his hand and like a good solid Cuban American, he said, Jason, I'm committed. Let's do it. And that's what we did. We flew to Columbia, we saw his operation, and you need to see it too. Give us a little click at Virtual Intel, that's with two L's, that's virtualintell.com. Go check us out, see what we're doing. High quality VEs mixed with technology, delivered right into your agency, and you don't have to do all the things that you don't like to do, like hiring, firing, requiring, recreating, trying to find processes. Just, there's so much stuff, I can't even say it right. That's right, Virtual Intel, cast certified. So one of the ways that we've solved that problem is by having dedicated sales trainers who will facilitate the entire onboarding program front to back. And the team member will then graduate to the sales team once they've been able to demonstrate that they can pull off the important skills and milestones. And 
that that's going to work really well for us, I think, because we've had so much success in the past specializing roles. And I think this will allow us to further specialize the sales leadership role. And then one thing that we did do really well that I want to pass along to you is that we didn't fall into the trap of making onboarding training all about the carriers and quoting. Because when a new team member comes on board, they're going to have a lot of questions about carriers and quoting. And that is so important. And confidence in sales is important. So I want to acknowledge that because building confidence means your team member does need to be able to navigate your technology. They do need to know your carriers and they do need to be able to demonstrate that they can quote accurately. However, with all of that in mind, the heart of our onboarding training is the sales conversation. And that's woven into every single course, even if it's just a course on technology. This is where there might be bad habits to break, new skills that would take your team member out of their comfort zone. So keeping the heartbeat of training the sales conversation means that you keep weaving it back in and you keep working on it together so that your team member can adopt some of those new methods and think outside the box a little bit, try new things and be able to walk away a stronger insurance sales professional. And then there's another project I want to share with you. This one has been so fun and so different. It's something I've never worked on before in this way. Um, this was our voice ops project. And we brought in a company that does machine learning and they use voice analytics to help us review the sales conversation. So we're able to transcribe the call and tag key sales behaviors throughout. And the cool part is that we got to customize it entirely for quantum. So that means that I've spent months deciding um, what do we want to diagnose? What counts as a successful behavior? What doesn't count as a successful behavior? And there was a lot of decision making that went into that. So um, which calls would those behaviors apply to? Which types of calls would they not apply to? And this was one of my favorite projects this year because I got a chance to reverse engineer our sales process and then see if it works. And I then had to work with the team at VoiceOps to create logic statements of like how the program would capture what we're looking for. And the end result is that with the click of a button, we can see how each team member is performing in each separate stage of our sales process. And we can click to the part of the call that we need to diagnose. So we use this in our coaching conversation and in tools like call calibration meetings. And I think this would be it could be a fun topic coming up. So let me know if you want to hear more about that in a future episode. Um, but for today, I'm going to share with you a few things that stood out to me after reviewing what feels like thousands of calls. So in general, um, and, and these are just things that you can listen for when you're working with your own team. Um, and it, this is a general statement. It certainly doesn't apply to everyone, but many independent agents struggle in the beginning part of the call to know how to introduce themselves to a new prospect, someone they're speaking with for the first time. So I'll try and give you an example. Um, let's say that I am reaching out to a, a prospect that came to me via an internet lead. And let's say, just for example, that I said, hi, Chandra, this is, this is Jake. 
hey, I'm an independent agent. And that, you know, that means I work with multiple carriers and I can shop your rate for you today. Would you like a quote? That That's a common example. Um, and play it, you know, sit next to your team, play a couple calls and like, listen to how your team is introducing themselves and what they do on the phone to a prospect. And in the example I gave, what I found personally is that that approach doesn't work. Here's, here's another example where the client says they want to save money. Like, oh, you know, well, thanks for calling. I'm shopping because my rate went up and I really want to save money. And the agent says something along the lines of, great, well, you know, I'm an independent agent, Chandra, so I can shop your rate today with dozens of carriers and we'll see who comes up the cheapest. It's a really common thing to hear. But that approach puts the focus on price and it does something even worse. It's hinging the entire weight of your conversation on something you have zero control over. So instead, here's something you can do. Just something that's worked for me. Write down together as a team 10 things that you know your agency can deliver on today. What are 10 things that you are 100% confident that you can and will deliver for this client today. And then use those things to rewrite how you are introducing yourself to your client and meeting their needs. And if you do a really good job with that, you're on your way to what I like to call closing from the start. And that's about helping get your client to the mindset where they already want to do business with you long before you get to the part where it's time to close the business. So that's something that I listen for when we're reviewing calls and that that first impression is so crucial to setting up how that conversation will go. And it helps us do a better job for our clients. And the next project I wanna share with you today is called Serving With Purpose. And this course is near and dear to my heart because clients are the heartbeat of quantum. And I'll share with you just something that's worked for us that um, would work in your agency as well, I think. So we care really deeply about following through on our promises to care for our clients. And we also have the added responsibility of caring for our agency force clients with that like extra special attention and care. So one thing that we're committed to on the edu education team at Quantum is figuring out how to equip our client care professionals to provide agency level service without falling into the pitfalls that can be characteristic of call centers. I think call centers have a really bad rap and they deserve it. So that reputation, not all of them, but the, the bad rap is definitely due to things that call centers in general can do that make the client feel like a number instead of a person. And so this course was about taking time to create a deep connection with the client, taking time on the phone call when Modern Advice says that you should be rushing off the phone. And it's all about being proactive. There's a lot of things that your client care team can do to smooth out the road for your clients in the future. They can be proactive about getting ahead of the ball and creating a great experience as opposed to being in firefighting mode all of the time. And I know your clients are 
incredibly important to you. That's probably an understatement. So I'll share a little bit of what went into the script writing for that course so that you can tell me um, what you think of that and if, if you can benefit from this as well. And so in that course, we focused on the first impression and everything that needs to happen before you get into anything transactional with the client. So let me give you an example of what I think would be a, a not great first impression. Um, that might sound something like, thank you for calling Quantum. This is Caitlin. May I start with your first and last name? Well, that might sound polite, but it sounds like a call center and we want to sound like an agency. So that, that's an example of not who we are. So this course teaches our client care professionals how to confirm need and how to create peace of mind before we ask for first name, last name, policy number, et cetera. So I'll, I'll try and show you an example. What if I started by saying, thank you for calling Quantum. This is Caitlin, how may I help you? Let's say the client has a question about their bill. So I confirm need and I say, okay, um, Chandra, so in, a, in addition to receiving the bill for the $300 instead of the $275, what other questions do you have for me about that policy? And she tells me, or she says she doesn't have any other questions. So now I create peace of mind and I take the time to say, wow, Chandra, I'm so glad that you called today because I'm going to be able to help you with your billing questions so you know what to expect. Let me pull up your policy so we can review this together. Um, Chandra, I just need to verify a few things for your protection. Can I start with your last name and your policy number? There's just an example, but taking the time to slow down the beginning of the client care calls when an existing client is calling into your agency can go a really long way to putting the client at ease and giving them confidence that they reach the right person and someone who's going to be able to help them today. And then from then on, we move into what the conversation should sound like when we're researching and problem solving and fixing this for them. And then it follows up with several things that a client care associate can do to be proactive and how they can create a client for life before hanging up the phone. So working on that project was super, super fun. And um, now that that is a part of the quantum client care onboarding. We spend our time, you know, evaluating it and working on it and continuing to grow and improve these, these projects over time. And so working on these things in new team member onboarding, sales coaching, and client care have truly been passion projects for me. It feels more like a hobby than a job. And we're, we've really laid a strong foundation that's that's really rewarding, but we just continue to review effectiveness because it's really challenging learning how to best implement new programs, how to evaluate how impactful they are, and working on how to get buy-in from the team members and from the management team. So that's a good snapshot of some of the projects I work on when I'm not podcasting. And let me know if you'd like to hear more about those. In future episodes, I'd love to share with you some of the new projects that are on the table for me right now. Projects that are really in that infancy phase where I am putting together resources and the end result is going to be a, a new program or course for Quantum. A, a big one for me right now is our new agency lead management program where we will 
dive into the pros and cons of each lead source and how to navigate those choices when evaluating your marketing budget. So that one's been really fun. But just to wrap that all up with a, a tidy little bow on it for today, when I'm not podcasting and I'm not chatting with you guys about current events in the independent agency space, I'm working with agents and sales professionals, just helping them be the best they can be and create these thriving careers. Insurance has given me the dream career that I didn't know existed. And it's honestly more than what I could want as a career professional and as a mom, just the doors that it's opened for me and the opportunities that I've had. And the Age of Independence podcast has been a way to share some of those experience and to create conversations with guests where we can just all learn from each other. Um, it's fun to know what's up and coming, what's working, what's changing. And at Quantum, we have a saying, and that's, I get to do this. That's something that our leadership team says often. I get to do this. And that's how I feel about this podcast. I'm so grateful that I get to do this and that you are a part of this conversation. So thank you for helping me build the age of independence and for making the independent agency force stronger. I believe that we are doing really great, positive things. So thanks for tuning in. I will look forward to talking to you soon.